Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Dungeons and Junkies presents Autorbia, Tales of the Underworld, Episode 1. Why, hello everyone. I'm Alex, and welcome back to Dungeons and Junkies. Now, it's been a while, and we apologize for that. Busy lives, busy times, everything's going on, but we're back. And to kick things off, uh, we are going to be doing an extra-long Halloween special, which is going to take place over several sessions. Basically, it just depends on how long that it's going to take our group of adventurers to get through the quest but i guess we'll find out so the curtains open as we see a view of the islands the Ortovian isles to be exact it's been a year and a half since reed ran ally and picasso defeated avius in the court time has been pretty wild as the camera pans into new atlas we see Reed on the deck of his ship. It's a nice sunny mid-morning. Reed, you, you like just polishing up the um, counter of your ship cafe combination. Lana's having a lay-in. Trip is just back to bed, as your son has quite the appetite around this time of the morning. But what are you up to? Um. I would have been, I would have been trying to get the front of house ready to open the the, the bakery for the morning, um, despite the fact that I have wife in bed and I have child that is just screaming on a regular basis. This felt like such a good idea when um, all those months ago when I suggested to Lana to actually have a child. Um, what could possibly go wrong? Ah, it was a very different adventure this was to read. Very different adventure. It's, it's been pretty wild. Back in your days, to think about it, two years ago, how you were a thief wandering around from place to place, getting in trouble, stealing. Who would have thought life would turn out this way? Being a renowned hero of the world and a father. Definitely didn't take the route you would have ever foreseen for yourself, but it was worth it in the end. As you enjoy the weather, you hear the um, seagulls in the air around, shit bells going off before some heavy footsteps as you see Percy, your old quartermaster, step onto the ship. Reed? Reed, where the fuck have you been? I've been here, Percy! This but is my house! You, you were meant to you were meant to meet us at meet us at the Bannered Inn. We got the and... we got the um Rans back today. Come on, we gotta go. What? Bring bring that fucking flying armor you got. Do you still think that's fucking awesome? Bib's waiting for her. Wait a second! Wait, I've got to open the shop. 
Oh, you sure it will be fine. No one's going to steal from you. Besides, you haven't even cooked anything. You're slacking, Reed. It baked, not cooked. Fried. And then he'll walk off. Reed will walk to the back and he will put his head carefully on the door and say, Um, Lana, honey, uh, I need to step out for a moment. I will be right back. You you just get a get a turn. Mm-hmm. Reed closes the door, um, goes to his study quickly, puts on his on the armor, as asked by as asked by um, by Percy, and then makes his way um, out the door, grabbing his rapier as he does so, just because he completes the look. And head yeah. towards so, the inn in question. Okay, so uh, just uh, for a bit of understanding, everyone in this mini arc has received a legendary magic item, yours being known as the Armor of Vega. When you were out and about on your honeymoon, you stumbled upon this armor in a cave. This legendary armor makes your AC 15 plus your dex, which increases your AC to 21 if you ever. It gives you 15 extra foot of movement. You gain an, an additional 3d6 sneak attack on each of your hits. And once per day as an action, you can summon large Azamar-like wings that give you 60 foot of flight for one hour without concentration. Quite a cool piece of armor, if I do say so myself. But you make your way out into the town. And it's only at the edge of the dock, so it's literally like 200 feet from your bakery. But the camera pans out from you and goes out to sea. Only a few minutes from the docks is we see Ran on a ship as the ship slowly approaches the um, new atlas as the camera suddenly snatched up by Scout as he trots up to you, Ran, looking up at you excitedly. Stop picking up junk from floor. Make you sick if you eat it again. He drops the um, camera as it smashes into a million pieces. As he, dro as he drops the camera, Leonardo walks up to you and is hat leaning against the um, side of the ship. <sighs> Been cra crazy half year, isn't it? But good, it's, it's nice to be home again. You know, it stays like this on Miss Picasso. I haven't seen him in half a year now and it's strange. Yes, but you can go home eventually and see Picasso again. Rest of us likely never will. You know you're always welcome to you, Nork. Alright, let's get moving. Technically, Oran doesn't have home. Knowles is not having birthright to anywhere. That's why they put you in a position of power. To make that change, Ran. What's his saying? Eh, yeah, people's is fools. 
But now, Brandon must go and gather people. He gives you a pat on the shoulder and walks off. Leaving you to the sound of the sea and little chitters from Scout. So as the as the ship finally docks, to your surprise, as you start to clamber off the ship, you see Bib waiting for you at the docks. Bib is not here to play tugging war with Rash. No, but good to cool to show you. It's good to see you, by the way. As he will give give you an absolutely massive hug, almost forgetting that he's like three foot taller than you. Granted, nothing to herbs anyway. Well, you've been lifting weights, have you? Your muscles are massive. Yes, well, Ryan has big family to support now. Ryan has to be strong. Ryan has had five weddings. Oh, nice. Why? Come with me. Chris got something cool to show you. Leads the way. He leads you up to the Bannered Inn, which is the um, local local sailor's pub. As he opens the door, a room of people shout surprise as there's a huge banner that says Welcome Back, Ran, on it. Yeah. His confetti drops. And tries to eat a piece of confetti. Surprise! I don't think snack falling from sky is under-seasoned. You just see Reed standing in the front, hand on head. I've missed you, Ran. Ran has maybe missed Reed. She says and then scoops him up into a hug. <laughs> yep, 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 I've missed you, definitely missed you. Oh yes, Reed is needing to breathe. <coughs> it's at this point you notice two different things. An absolute legendary looking weapon on Rand's back and Rand's muscles being bigger than they ever were before. Okay, Rand, your muscles look insane. Yes, Ryan is strong now, but Ryan has a big family to support. Ryan has had five weddings, you know. What? Yes. No, it's just discussing and not understanding. Humans only have one wedding. What is point in that? So now Ryan has two husbands and three wives. What? What? I, I have one wife. Ah, you should get more wives! I think Lana will kill me! Well, yes, everyone has to agree to big marriage. Uninvented polyamory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. I'm actually here for it. I would love to be a Lana when you, when, you, when you put this to Alex. <laughs> oh, I didn't. <laughs> oh! That'd be fun not to. This is him, this is him no better now. Right, okay, excellent. Excellent, excellent. It's this detail I decided on last night, Ran is now married to like five other gnolls, it's fine. I love that. I love it. Um... Yes, Reed should get a second wife. Maybe third wife. If they all give me children like Trip, then no. 
I love Trip dearly, but he is—he screams and screams and screams. It's—it's—it's it's, it's all food or water and things like that. Yes, but not to be rude, rude. Babies that you make also shit in cloth. We train toilet early. He's not ready for the toilet yet. <laughs> it's really good to see you. What is that on your back? And yeah, can I have no it? Yeah, there's no thing. No. You are not strong enough to hold. Yeah. If I don't, if I don't ask, you don't get. Exactly. You read. You see this absolute behemoth of an axe. As there is a quick cutback, Ran walks up to the grave of the heroes of old, where the ghost of Teslas appears, and they engage in conversation before he grants her his axe as a thank you for becoming the next hero and saving the world. But to put this weapon into perspective, it is a great axe. It doesn't gain any bonuses to damage rolls or damage in general but it does 3d12 damage on a hit and as an action at the cost of 50 hit points ran can summon six lightning bolts from the sky each target has to make a dc 20 deck save if they fail the save, they take 26 D6 lightning damage. I... What? It does cost 50 hit points to use, but it's I'm unlimited aware, but use. I'm doing the maths in my head, and it's not my strong point, but that's a... That, you've given... But you can choose six targets. Ran has a nuke. Someone has to. As as she says that, first round's on Reed, and there's a massive cheer. And then Bib suddenly elevates the room by saying, "Let's get pissed." <sighs> Some things never change. I've I had to admit I've missed this lot. Ran, can I get you a drink? Yes, Ran would like through. Okay, okay. Reed will um hop over. Oh. What? Scuttle, scurry, <laughs> over, over to the bar, and um, and um, say what, what, run the tab up, send the bill later on to my house. Okay, it's all good. Um, Ran, tell me what's how is that life as well at the boss of an nose? Well, people keep expecting Ran to sort problems out. That's taking some getting used to, but everyone is listening when Ryan says things like Many wives as everyone wants. <laughs> and we should have a party. Just because. These are sort of things which people will agree to, for sure. If you have parties and wives, then usually that's a, a recipe for success in terms of a recruitment policy. Well, uh, someone is saying, but what about taxes? And we did not understanding taxes. That sounds stupid. It sounds boring. So no taxes. Goods and services, man. Goods and services. Yeah, Ryan is not sure about that, but it's something it's broken. We fix selves. Not relying on government to do fixing. But you are the government, Ran. 
You are both. Iran is a no, but not the government. Okay, we're going to need some explaining to do. Okay, um, right. Um, people come to you asking for money to fix things. You then allocate the money to them. And the money you gather from the people in advance for this. Wait. What is expression? Bran is pulling off your leg. Bran knows what government is. Rat. Reed doesn't even know he does it, but Reed's hand momentarily goes for his shotgun. <laughs> momentarily. Uh, like, and then stops. Like, I don't do that anymore. Right. Don't you miss just shooting things randomly? Well, Lyra's not here, so it's fine. And just being the embodiment of that. Are you tired of being nice? Don't you just want to go ape shit? I have that in my phone and I look at it every day at work, like, yes. Life is boring. Taxes are too high. Wouldn't it just be nice to shoot up your government? Now, on the year 1698, we will do the Otavia Revolution. Let's overthrow a government together. Overthrow, do, do, do. Very much so. You can both have inspiration, by the way. I'm right negative out of that, because I never get inspiration off of you. <sighs> well, but being in charge is, is okay, I suppose. Well, that's good. I mean, let's face it. I'd much rather have, have much rather have Ran in charge than, well, that Avery bloke. Yes, well, Ran has been serving under him. Ran would not agree that he is good leader figure. <laughs> You do, man. You're doing a fine job. Okay, you're doing a fine job. Okay, and I dare say your family loves you as you are. We love you as you are. Don't change. Okay, not that you would for anyone. Keep saying as you are. You're, you're doing good. I was thinking of getting a wife number four. Do not marry my wife. Oh no, your wife is not the right species for her. It's, it's null thing. Nulls is all apparently married to each other now. Okay. okay. Please, we are running out of nulls to marry. Oh dear lord. There is one null in Ryan's community. He is having 15 husbands. At this point, Bib walks. Pulls you two along to a table with, um... Percy, maybe you can start marrying each other and having interlocking marriages. Open fire. <laughs> you think we is making Reed jealous because Ryan has three wives and he only has one? Reed actually has pulled his shotgun on on on, on Bib. Bib. Like, take that back. Bib could thought about getting married. But it, it was a lot of effort, so I just opened a whorehouse. Don't marriage is effort. Don't explain. Yes. It God, no one knows this. It's so simple. They say, "Would you like to join our marriage?" And they say, "Yes or no." And then there's that's marriage. pretty cool. And we party. I mean, for three days. We should go there after the drinks. It, it's not. It's not called a whorehouse. People, the drunk. So let's just call it that. It's 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 actually a cabernet. Bib really likes it. Bib, 
you're excused. Oh, Bibs is just going to sit here anyway. Is Bib will sit down next to you, Ran and Percy. And Percy takes a shot of his drink. <laughs> so, either of you two seen Picasso or Lai since the end of your adventure? No, I haven't. I miss him. Cass always knew how to line up the day, and a lie fucking terrified me, but she was a good person. Reed holds up his missing wing finger. Really? <laughs> that that was uncalled for. No, it was, totally called, it was totally called for. But, uh, scary doesn't do her justice. Um, and Picasso, yeah, I, I missed, I missed the big lug, unquestionably, but they're doing their own things, you know, you know, life goes on, you know, the world didn't end, so our lives could go on, do our things. I'll, I propose a toast to the ones, to the ones still with us, making every day bright as he looks to you too. To the good ones we haven't seen in a while. Like Picasso and Eli. And to the ones who gave their life to make sure we're all still alive. To Lauren. And to all of you. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Reed knocked this thing back quickly. Another! Right. Rose, who ended up moving from um, Little Clacton up to. New Atlas brings you a tray with thirty-six shots on it. I was told, I was, I was told. Well, you and Percy might die to this, but don't forget you got the two biggest people in New Atlas here. So these two need some drinks. As she gives you in bit of a pat ran, and heads off, just a tray of like thirty-six shots laid out on your table. How many of those are you planning on drinking? Um, two for me, probably. You can at least drink twelve. Ran? Yeah. Ran, drink what there is. Oh dear lord. <laughs> Reed will take three for himself, which, if my maths is correct, leaves Ran with fifteen. Sounds about right. Fifteen, twelve, three and two. Wow. We will knock one back. And then hold one up. Have you... Have you had the chance to meet my son yet, Ran? Have you had the chance to meet my son yet, Ran? No, Ran has been back for about... 17 minutes. Ran is learning numbers good these days. Indeed. Indeed. I asked because um, Lana's pregnant again. I thought you just said one is good because you have son that screamed many times. Yes, but I'm hoping she'll be a girl. Are you do girl halflings not scream? Not as much as boys. Is 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 that true or is that what is what sexism? No, I'm literally saying that 
girls are certainly a lot, lot, lot easier to raise than boys in terms of halflings. Mm. Must be a halfling thing. Yeah, the halfling thing, yeah. Every race is different, of course, but halflings, certainly, in my experience, the boys are harder to raise than the girls. Bran is only having experience of one pup. How is your pup? She's good. She's biting people's tails now. I see. I see. I'm glad I haven't got yes. a You should meet. She's very shy, though. Oh, I would love to meet. She's currently on ship. Good, good, good. Are you... So do you captain the ship? Or do you, or do you have a captain to pilot it for you? Ah, Ryan is personal. Ryan can do self. Ryan do itself. You should come on an adventure with us, though. What? Reed raises an eyebrow to say, like, tell me more, but at the same time, tell me nothing. <laughs> yeah, and you should come on an adventure, Reed. Say less, my friend. Reed's at the door with his suitcase is packed. Brian <laughs> <laughs> yeah. misses days with adventure. With eating sea birds. And listening to crew arguing at night. Ren is missing Picasso. Ren is writing Picasso many letters and he not return any. Ren a bit offended, actually. Did you send them? How did you send the letters? Oh, by ghost. At this point, you see ghosts ghost flying is... through one of the roof hatches and stare dead at you, Reed. We die for cover. <laughs> Ghost, we have had talk about this. You do not eat halfling friends. Eat enemy halflings, not friends. Can it tell the difference? He says you are not as if he understands. I reiterate, can it tell the difference? Yes, if you scream at Ghost, he thinks you enemy. Instead, I agree. <laughs> Reed literally thinks back to the first time he met Ghost and when he screamed at it. <laughs> yeah, when he attacked you from being a. He, Remember he right, thought, like, he Ghost almost KO'd Reed. He attacked. Yeah, he saw a goblin and he went for the kill. Ghost is big boy, he needs many nutrients. Yeah, so he le leans over. No, actually, Bev would lean over and whisper, I'm pretty sure halflings have a lot of protein in them. Bib? Yes, but. But that is eating French, and eating French is not good. Babe, unless you want an extra, an extra hole in your face to eat things with, do not continue that train of thought. You just you can give you. extra mouth. He, he, he just picks you up. Don't, don't insult the guy who's five times your size, Reed. Thank you, and puts you back down. <sighs> Thank you, Bib. You were saying about an adventure, Ran. Did you have something planned, or...? Yeah, not at the moment, but... Maybe we should all just get on ship and see where it takes us. I can't be gone for too long. I told the good lady I was stepping out for a bit. I didn't say how long I was going to be, but I imagine she won't be gone for too long. I'm just getting spanking when he is going home. Yes, I will. If Baby didn't scream so much, Ryan would say bring along. But 
Nose is having good ears and screaming is not. Trip needs to stay home. He's not ready to, to go out on adventures just yet. But they One day teach him to catch and eat seabirds. One day he's going to be running a bakery for me. Slowly does your babies develop. And Cass was walking by two days. Well, Trip, not able to walk just yet, no. And trying to just, like, get for the woman with all the complicated maths. Let's not forget that you ma- that gnolls mature at a faster rate than halflings. Halflings take a lot longer. Mm, you're telling Ran. I am telling Ran, yes. Oh, right, you would be sarcastic, right, okay. And Reed is an old man. He's over a hundred years old now, so he is pretty old. Well, Ran is six, and that is considered a bit old. Yeah, he, he's basically gonna go grey in a minute. What's wrong with grey hairs? Says Ran, who has the first, like, few grey hairs in her muzzle. Well, I mean, at least you, nothing. At least you can grow hair. As he pats his bald shiny head. <laughs> shiny head. Bib fucking polishes his head because it is quite shiny. Like Chrome Dome, calm down. Wow. Yeah. That was good. Listen. Wait. Tell you what. Let's spice up the thing. How about oh boy. we do a round of truth or dare? <sighs> is that a wise move, Percy? Hey, Rose, can we have another round of shots, please? It looks like it is a wise idea. Okay. So here's, here's what we'll do. Truth or dare. If you, you can choose to pass your dare, but it's three shots. If she lays a thick tray of 36 shots are down again. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Hey, do you want to start us? Uh, well. Okay. I mean, I, I, I was going to... I was going to get you to say, ask one of us, but okay, you can start. Truth or dare, Reed? Dare. Yeah. Get naked and run down the docks. And then do a lap of the docks and run back. Okay, if you wish. <clears throat> I shall do that. What's this about your people and getting naked? Because our dangly bits hang out. We don't have fur to cover them. And Reed probably doesn't have any fur to cover his. Reed, um... That's like... Skin people species is growing fur in very localised areas, like under arms. Um, Reed is going to... Um... He's going to... <sighs> He's gonna cast heroism on himself because he needs the bravery for this. He, t- he actually takes a shot and necks it anyway, um, and then disrobes and then runs fast as he can down to the docks, back there again. Uh, just back. make me, just make me a deck save, please, because you had enough to drink at this point. <laughs> The deck save, you say, Alex. I get all in that sixteen. Yeah, you you almost you almost trip as you turn around at the edge of the docks, but you manage to make it back. Plenty of people wolf whistling, others cheering. Yeah. You you just hear your wife in the distance shout, "What the fuck!" <laughs> but you make it back into the pub, <laughs> bollock naked. Reed puts his um, armor back on again. There we go. Right. 
Okay, who's next then? Uh, you look, you look to your left or right. Rand's on your right. Percy's on your left. Percy, truthful there. You've gone quite quiet in that. Percy, truthful there. Hmm. Because, because of that, I'm going to go with truth, because God knows what you'll make me do if, now that I've asked you to run outside naked. Okay, I can't find a truth. <laughs> I leave it up. So, so basically, it means that Zona Truth actually will actually mean that people tell the truth. Right, nice. <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll say, I, hey, well, you want, the, you want the truth? Okay. How many times have you... How many times have you... Hmm... I think it's something that's not going to get my head caved into an axe. Hey, we're all friends here. Having a few drinks, having a laugh. Just ask whatever you want. How many times have you fucked the clientele at the whole house? Twice. It's only, it's only the one person. There's a beautiful elf there named Sapphire. The, the name kind of gives it away. Ah. We go out for dinner a lot as well, actually. Very well, very good. I right. play Truthful Dare in every campaign, though. <laughs> Ran. Truthful Dare. Reed, which one should Ran pick? Ran is impartial. What do you reckon, Reed? Truthful Dare for Ran. I think. Ran is someone who always picks the truth anyway. Ran doesn't do lying. I think a dare would be more appropriate for Ferran. So a dare. Reed, can you think yeah. of any dares? Because I'm blank. Yes. I do. Um, Ran, I dare you to swim around the harbour. Hmm? Ran's never been the biggest fan of water, maybe said me correctly. You can go and swim around the harbour. Get to, get tight and shakes off all over everyone. Right, that's just easy. Nice. I forgot about. Right, that. Ryan, who are you asking? <coughs> Reed. Oh no. Ryan. Ryan is having perfect one. I'll let someone else. It is not involved. That's going to save. Reed picks dare. It does not involve being naked. Reed grabs another shot and says, dare, and necks it. Okay, get on ship. Let's go on a random adventure. That is dare. Reed takes two more shots. (laughs) I'm going to need this. Just one quick little adventure, just in and out. It'll only take ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what Donna said, and then we had trip. Now, trust me, there will be no babies from outcome of this. Yeah. Ran likes you as friend, maybe family, not marriage family. That's also what that is also what Donna said. <laughs> you have a weird relationship with your wife. I know. Do you need to go to council? Maybe, maybe. 
Yes, Bran is thinking you need help in your marriage. Ah, or there's these things that male puts over genital to stop baby. Bran forgets what they're called. I don't know what they are. Cod piece. Yeah, that is funny. Why is Bran not to remember funny name like a cod piece? Why is it called cut piece? You do not put fish over area. It looks like a fish. Oh, I guess they call it a cock piece. Bib. But you did not put rooster on area. Bib probably does because he is. Oh, no, no, no. The, the cock is the male genitalia. Don't confuse, Ran. Penis. Oh. It's only male for half them. Um, yeah. Yep. Well, for reader, I made a joke ages back about gnolls having very, very close to hyena or anatomy, therefore female gnolls would have a pseudophallus. Jesus Christ. That is an uh, image I'm not going to shake. Well, Bran is man now, let's go. Bran has been mistaken this whole time. You guys head off to see in. 35 minutes later, after ending up actually getting into combat over some fish invaders, you guys eventually come back to the docks. The camera cuts back to, um, to about an hour later. The, um, it's, it's midday at this point. The drinking settled down a bit. People have gone out and about, settled into their own conversations, leaving you and ran at the table by yourself scout sleeping at your feet um ghost dead eye and read as the conversation has been sensible and everyone enjoys themselves can you just both maybe a quick perception check please 14 14 19 all in 19 all in um Read. You're the first to notice. The the chatting was lively. It was going on. It's nice and noisy. It's 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 fun. It's memorable. But as you look over your shoulder to order one more round before you really got to get back, the building's empty apart from you and Ran. And Ran, as you notice, Reed sort of suddenly confused as you look in the direction he's looking you suddenly notice it's empty as well in fact you don't even hear the seabirds outside or the ocean it's just stone dead silent all you can hear is your own breathing man please tell me that you're seeing the same thing as I am. Everyone has abandoned us in the world, has gone mute. Exactly. Yes, but I'm seeing. This is. This is not good. I was opened be... a weird box or something now. <sighs> I hope someone hasn't. I, th I thought that we'd locked the box called Apocalypse. And put like, put like a do not open for a thousand years on it. Read. 
unholsters his shotgun. Just holds it in his hand just in case. I've got a really bad feeling about this. And becomes the embodiment of the ah shit, here we go again. Meme. The GTA the GTA San Andreas meme. Ah oh, shit. Yeah. Here we go again. Go again. Ryan just wants to drink, catch up with Reed, and convince him to have six wives. <sighs> the last bit may be a bit hard to convince because well, some would say my balls belong to my wife. So That's a strange concept. <laughs> It's a metaphor, it's not a real thing, man. You confuse me with things you say, Reed. Reed, and honestly, Ren has having missed it. I miss you taking things so literally, Ren. I really do. Right, now we have ended discussion of balls. Perhaps we should find out why a world is gone silent. Indeed. Someone has probably opened weird box somewhere. And we go outside, and maybe sky has fallen, or something like that. So, is, is Ghost and Scout in here with us still? You look down, Scout's here. But then as you look up at the windowsill, Ghost's gone. And it's night time. It was... It was basically more or less lunchtime moments ago, but now... The night is pitch black and the moon is in the sky. We weren't drinking that long. We weren't drinking that long to it to have gone that far in the day. Let's have a look outside. Uh, we, we, why we, are you we, going through the front? You going to the door or one of the windows? Reed will go to the door and just like carefully open it and peer out slowly through the gap. Man, you see as Reed goes and touches the door, he just turns to dust and disappears. Scout will go and sniff the dust pile. And then looks back at you confused, Ran. Fine, let's go see what's happening. Don't eat. As you touch the door, you fade away as well as the world just seems to go dark. For two of you wake up on a stone floor in a beautiful white stone mansion in Reed, as it does every time you enter the realm of Barbus. All the memories oh, that sake. you why here return all your helpings with Dagon, Damien meeting all of those people again and taking out demons the gravekeeper the baron finding the cane originally they all come back and you know exactly where you are you're in Dagon's home again all, all terrors you actually know him as since you got his actual true name when you in a lie did a job for him taking out rescuing Lauren from Umar and Omu but Ran this place is completely unknown to you as you wake up you just see Reed knows it. Reed looks 
Like, he knows exactly where he is. For fuck's sake, what now? This is not a good place. It's gross. Aaron can tell that. Alright, why am I here? I don't know why we're here. Um... Whose bollocks are we sorting out now? Got a funny feeling is this guy again. He, he seems to always have a job he's doing and keep wiping my memory of it. Maybe he should get better employees then. Maybe. But yeah, we are. Uh, I guess he got to do a job for this asshole and then he'll send us back. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could just right, ask. Where is asshole? He could just ask as well. I'm guessing he'll be in his office. It is sad at the mention of Damien. Reed will lead the way, which he remembers, having been here before, where he thinks the office is. You head upstairs. You find yourself in the beautiful office. It's empty, but as you step in just to confirm it, the doors slam shut behind you, locking you in the office. Ever the uh, ever the welcoming host, aren't you, my friend? As you blink, two of you see you. You see Dagon, as you always do. But Ran, this is the first time you've met him. Um, he's a human. He stands at about eight foot tall, quite well built, muscled. He wears an all white suit with a um, like burgundy red tie in black shoes a golden cane next to his desk he has well well trimmed um, facial hair in gold locks which are messy but beautiful at the same time Um, one of his eyes is like an ocean blue and the other one is like a burning orange and you notice that his veins seem to be glowing orange slightly, at least the veins you can see on his wrist. As he steps forward, there's just some intimidating aura about him. Reed, it's good to see you again. It's It's been years. Well, years for me. Time travels differently in our dimensions. But I thought I'd bring your friend with you. She may be of value for this mission. And it's valuable. I was going to say you just can't. Just the telling me that. I was going to say you don't know a value on somebody. Okay? Ran is a free Ran... nog. Yes, Ran is free nog. Ran has also spent life being valued by people who think they are better than Ran. So, do you want to start that again? Or are we going to continue with this bad blood feeling now? I won't continue with it for now. You see... Mortals earning mortals. I can understand the conflict there. But when you're speaking to higher beings. You know, Tola does not mean higher. Anyone who has to say, I am higher being, is probably a piece of shit. Ren is not afraid of you. There is just a small smirk. He stares at you for a moment. And there is just a small smile on his face. I like this one. The other ones who I use get scared or whatever, but you're willing to just stand there and 
talk down to me. I like that. Right. Enough of the boring chatter. We've got work to do. He snaps his finger in. There's a horrible pain read as you suddenly split into two. There's two reads in front of you, Ran. The other read stares at, stares at you, Read. What the? As a hole opens up underneath him and he falls in before it closes. Right. I've got two of you now. He will go help Oberyn, Astra, and Damien. But I've got a job specifically for the two of you. Or the three. I... We just need to find a lie, but unfortunately she died. So... What?! No, I say unfortunately, it's easy. I just got to send you to the cosmos. Or the realm of the dead in your world. I'm sorry. What do you mean a lie died? I'm sure she can explain that to you. But let's try and wrap things up. Ran. So you know, Reed and his companions have been helping me from time to time. I'm... In Barbus, there's a hierarchy run by demons. I wish to take over this hierarchy. It will give me more power than anyone can fathom. Most of the leaders are dead. But three more leaders remain. Me and the group of individuals I borrowed and the duplicate of Reed will deal with the most powerful one. I need you to collect lie and deal with the other two. Omar and Omu, as they are one entity, and Duchess Sena. She is difficult, but she is... You can kill her. If you're so powerful, why don't you just do it? Because if I do it, it's going to be obvious that... But if I have mortals do it then it can't be tied back to me. Your logic is deeply flawed. The mortals don't tend to understand the deeper parts of this. You keep bringing up that word. Why? You are mortal. In the blink so of an eye, you'll be dead and gone. Not so the can gods. anyone who calls himself higher than mortals? Oh yes, gods can die too. Did you not know this? Someone clearly wasn't listening in school. We killed a god. You killed the Baron, and you killed a half-god, Avius. Actually, you didn't even kill him. You banished him from your realm. It was a good effort, though. Right, look, you are boring me now, so let's just get on with this. Ryan has better things to be doing than listening to someone go, Haha, I am better than everyone, but I'm going to get other people to do my bidding because I'm too uber frightened. Well, let's hope you survive then. Then you can get back to your important business. Yeah. Once Ryan everything dies, is... Ryan goes home to wives. Ryan dies, Ryan's soul goes back to creator. He's fine. Let me put this way. If I don't go back to my wife, she is going to kill me. She'll find a way to kill me. If this adventure doesn't kill you. The office just fades out of existence as the three of you float. This is 
the ether barrier. It's a barrier between worlds. Through this, you can travel to all kinds of places. He snaps his fingers as you end up in some random realm. You see the first thing you eye up is a um you see a you see a tiefling in the window putting an open sign on a shot called Q's as it flashes again and you end up in another world where um you find big metal ships flying above you and it flashes again as you end up in a rainy thunderstorm a gold tower towering over everything in the distance and then it flashes again as you end up in this floating aura this power is going to be mine once the demons are dealt with as I will be able to travel in and out of this you see how this power works it needs me to explain in a little more detail just so you understand I am multiversal demon this is my true form a form of unlimited power I can send whispers of my power to different realms Ortovia, Edenoi all kinds of places all fun but they're only lesser forms they gain power as time goes on my control comes stronger of these whispers as they get more powerful the more time they stay once these members are dead I can truly break the barrier that holds me from sending myself to these worlds and when I can send myself to these worlds they will crumble I can deal with past grudges so here's the deal do this for me and I will send you home if you don't do it for me once I eventually deal with this myself Autolvia will be on the first of my list to crumble do we have a deal? it doesn't feel like you're giving us much of a choice I'm not. That's the point. See, your friend gets it. I'm I'm used to dealing with assholes. What's the job? First, you need to find your friend, Lauren and Ally, and then find a way out of the underworld to deal with Omar and Omu. And then, once they're dealt with, I'll help you get to Zena. But until then, I'll see you later. As he clicks his finger, is you suddenly both begin to fall. And everything goes dark for a second. You feel a warm light on you suddenly as you sit up and you find yourself in a beautiful field of flowers. The sun's out, waterfalls, as in there's waterfalls as in like a um, barrier around you over in the distance not too far from you you see a beautiful city carved from white stone 
This place is beautiful. Ran? Is there any concept in Noldom which is of heaven? Not really. When you die, your soul goes back to Crater and you get to learn on eternal planes. Pretty simple like that. Why do you cower so much in the face of the asshole man? He's bigger than I am. He's taller than me too, but... Why you let him talk to you in such a manner? He's clearly just some dick. He's like, ooh, I'm better than everyone else. Anyone who has to say they're better than everyone else who really isn't. It seems to be that every time I meet someone at this time of year, I get killed. And put back together again. Have you ever just considered they're jealous they're not like you? Because you see, the thing is, read it great. Asshole man who kidnaps people and says, Ooh, do my bidding, follow me, because I can't do it myself. I'm much too big and important. He's, he's not that great, really. I, I, read, even though readers sometimes do very stupid things that make us all wonder how many brain cells he is having. Reed is doing things honestly. Honestly enough. Brian is also committing some crimes. There are some times where... I do feel... Anyway, I can work on that. If we're meant to find a lion, Lauren here, then... Shall we go to a city and find it? Before we go, you know, even though Ryan is not Louise, giving such an impression, Ryan is always believing Reed. Reed is a good man. He's a good heart. Thank you, Ren. I appreciate that. Mm. I do. I, uh... Reed at this point will was like, would you mind if I reappoint Rand's shoulder? Yes, go ahead. Read with some assault up onto Rand's shoulder. Rand's shoulder oh, now is apparently extra beefy, so he has extra room to sit. Is he roll for it? Okay. No, I said I wasn't going to make you roll for it, but you can roll for it if you want to. See how poetic it is. Absolutely, yeah, 29. Yeah, I rolled eleven. I don't know, thirteen rolled. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. It's it's the most overdone flip onto your shoulder you've ever seen. But you got to give him credit. Clearly, clearly, being thrown into an adventure again, despite the despite the of this adventure starting you can tell there's something about Reed that is excited to be on an adventure again especially with his friend I land and I and I put I like rest my shotgun on my shoulder a bit like rocket in endgame I'm like let's do this you make your way to the city do you walk through the flower beds or do you move on to the pathway that's over to your right say Dina's choice. Uh, I'm sort of riding Ran. Never thought I'd say that out loud. Riding his steed. <coughs> I'm at the path, I guess. You eventually step out of the flower bed in 
walk along the path. This place is beautiful. Like, you can... It's The temperature is nice and warm, but it's not too hot. The sun is the perfect lighting. It's just everything about this place is strangely perfect. It's peaceful, it's quiet, it's nice and warm without being too hot. The waterfalls in the rivers, they're a crystal see-through blue. The birds chirp ever so lightly. Everything about this place is just stunning. Reed, make me a history check, please. No. Not history, a religion. Uh, okay. 15 all in. It's not high enough, I'm afraid. Something about this place, not so much in vision, but in appearance, just seems familiar, but you can't quite put your finger on it. But eventually, you guys do arrive into the town, and there's plenty of people here. All, from all different races. You... Strange. It's almost like regular life here, if more peaceful. No one's wearing armor or carrying weapons or anything. Everyone here is basically just in ropes, more than anything. But they all seem to be going about their day, minding their own business. A um, fruitmonger walks past you and chucks you each an apple. And gives you a nod as he carries on going. I catch my apple. The apple is like purple in color, the skin anyway. I'll keep that for later. Might be useful. You keeping your yeah. apple or are you eating it, Ran? Save it for later. All right. You get a feeling as you one thing to have. As you walk around, you eventually. You eventually see like an area as you walk into the um, town center. You see a group of children as Lauren is actually talking with them. Is she suddenly seems to notice you? There's a look of shock on her face as she says something to the kids, and then. Charges over in your direction. Reed, Randy, you died. Did you die? How how are you here? Some asshole brought us here. Do you mean what she said? Uh, I don't know. Some big guy who thinks he's better than everyone else. He's just decided. Oh, I need to kill some gods or some shit. Ren was only half listening, to be honest. And. Then he was all like, ah, oh, I'll just get people from another dimension to do it for me because I'm much too big and important to do my own work. And I'm much too, like... I think he I think he is having what is... Small man syndrome. That is, that is expression. Well, you, he's, you he's can't be just here. Some, he's, some, he's, just, he's just some shithead and now we're here. Apparently we have to it's... find you and a lie and do this man's bidding. So, it's, I don't know, he can shit himself in peace forever or something. As good as it is to see you, if the soul guards see you, they'll kill you. The living aren't meant to be here. I'll direct them towards Assface McGee. According to, as Ram put it, Assface McGee, 
you and Eli shouldn't be here either. Because Aspect McGee has job for you. Well done. <laughs> yes. Let me just. I'll I'll just finish my um, English lesson with them, and then we can talk. As she walks back to the group of children. Beedle. Better teach them as face McGee. Oh, please, please, please. That is good. Please do that, yeah. It's awesome. Reed will... Um, Reed, hasn't got, Reed is still on um, Rand's shoulder at this point, but he'll say to Rand quietly as Lauren is talking to the children, like, Lauren's here, clearly. Haven't seen a lie as we walk through the crowd to get here, have you? No. Mm. She knows she's dead here as well, so she knows what this place is. Unsettling. When you're ever you get kidnapped by Assface, how long does this normally take? Feels like it takes about eight hours. But I feel it probably takes a lot less time. We'll do it in six. Feels like feels like it takes forever sometimes. And hours yeah, so. and hours and hours. Feel like I need to feel like I'm just like pushing boulders around and like counting numbers all the time. Yeah. Well, let's get this done. When we were talking to Asface, Ryan could smell him. And Ryan's smell is good, but it also means Ryan can taste him. And he tastes like underside of ship. Reed actually bursts out giggling as he, as Rand says that because Rand was not Reed was not ready for that. Camera <laughs> flashback to the time a ship was being hauled out of the water for cleaning or something, and Rand decided to take a cheeky lick of the barnacles underneath. They did not taste good. This was Rand's that entire character at one point. Rand eats things. That that day you got barnacles your tongue don't have claws. An Ortovian barnacle. Yeah. Then Rand went crunch. He still tasted bad, but you know. You couldn't nip anything after that. As you stand there and wait, everything just goes white. As you, as it comes back to reality, you find yourself in the field again. The town in the distance. Oh, brilliant. You hear footsteps from behind you. Reed will turn and slowly, with his shotgun out, not not knowing what the trust in this in this world, and just point straight wherever it is. As you see behind you, a woman walks up in the same sort of robes. She has vile eyes and beautiful blonde hair. She is the ultimate image. She is. When you read a book and it describes someone as the most beautiful individual that they've ever laid their eyes upon, she fits that category. Is She also stands at about eight foot tall. This is the realm of the dead. Why are you here? Who are you and what does it concern you? My name is Ashen. I'm the god of the undead this is my realm and I look after these people 
people here are the ones who have done heroic actions in their life and have been given eternal peace as a reward. But the living don't come here. You are the first people to ever enter this realm who aren't dead. Not here by choice. I might need you to explain a bit in more detail, please. Well, well, if you want the the cliff version, how about my friend here um, gives you the abridged version? I'm minding our own business in our world, and then some ass face who smells like the underside of a boat decided to pull us here and go. You work for me now. And Ryan says, no, we really don't. And he says, yes, you do, because I am big and important and you are mortals. And Ryan tried to explain to him that anyone who says they are better than you really isn't. But I don't know. He just sent us here. Ryan was zoning out while he was talking because he was talking like this and being big and imposing, but also very, very boring. This. And Reed is scared of him. To be fair, everyone's bigger than I am, but that's irrelevant. But he's bigger than me, too. I don't understand what the problem is. You have cojones. I don't know what that is. Bulls. Oh, yes. Ryan also discovered today that Ryan has been mistaken and Ryan has been man this entire time. So it, it's been... it's been that, that was funny part of day. Now we are just here. We are dead, but we are not dead. And we are doing work for some ass-face McGee against Will. We need to... Yeah, that is basically long and short of it. We need two of your citizens. Okay, but I might need a... Who sent you here? Because no one has ever sent the living here before. It's... We're protected by the barrier. It should be impossible. I don't know his name, I wasn't listening. He calls himself a god. Aegon, isn't it? Or you might know him as old terror in your tongue. Yeah. Right. An interdimensional demon. He can travel he, through planes. He bragged about that part, yes. You don't sound overly surprised. Maybe it's just a common thing among gods or something, but this woman, what she does share a few similar traits, like she's the same height she is a good 8 foot tall she has the blonde hair and you can see more of her veins which are like a gold colour to them okay, so we sent you here to track down two people and who might they be? they are a lion Lauren Lysalia she steps to the side. There's worry on her face. Is she holds out her hand and a flower right is plucked from the ground and comes up to her hand. So what does he want with Lauren and Ally? He just said he said he needed them to help us. She. She walks up to you. Um, the aura she gives off is the exact opposite to Dagon's. His one is like an aura of intimidation, yet hers is one that 
makes you feel comfortable. The flower that she holds turns into a small glowing orb of light as she touches you on the forehead, Reed. Before taking her finger away, you feel this warmth and peace travel through you. He wants to collect them and to send you to take out some demons. Yeah. Yeah. I will... I will speak to Lauren myself. Get her on board with it. As for a lie, I will send you to speak to her. But she is not here. You see, to explain it is this is almost lost in your history books is no one really believes it anymore in the world of autorvia after death people tend to go to the realm of sleep where they sleep for an eternity yes but depending on the acts they committed in the world they might come to the cosmos Either if they've done good for the world, they'll come here. Cosmos photos. But if they committed evil, sin, they will go to Cosmos Stotas. And I gave Eli the option is she committed evil, but she also saved the world. And she chose the underworld is she wanted to atone for her evil. I'll have to send you there to collect her. Joy. But beware, there's creatures down there designed to hunt the living. We never expected the Eleven to arrive, but it was a precaution in case. We'll lead you to her. She holds up her hand and it starts to glow with a golden energy as the world around you fades and everything goes dark for a second for it feels like your lungs are full of smoke as fiery barren charred wasteland appears before you the sky dark and hazy with cloud the ground around you completely scorched there is, every time you breathe, it feels like you're breathing in dust. As there's pools of lava all in the distance. Welcome to where the evil comes. Those who have committed unforgivable actions. They come here to suffer. But you want to be careful as you both have enemies here. We just deal with him again, aren't we? Now. I will stick with you, for now, till we find your friend. That way, the Hellhounds won't attack you. As you look in the distance, reading, you can already see, like, wolves made of, like, rock and lava just staring at you in the distance. Oh, joy. This is gonna be fun. Reed now, says, sarcastically. Now, follow me and try not to trail too far behind. Otherwise, one of the hellhounds, birds, or Cerberus might try to take you out. And trust me, you don't want to meet Cerberus. 
she will start to head off. You follow in, or Reed do your will, thing. Reed will, um, like, make his way down from Ran's shoulder and say, Ran, I know that you don't need me to have your back, but I've got your back. Reed will cock his shotgun and offer it to Ran. You should fuck it. Ran is better with this. Ran is better with things that go bonk. Fair enough. Alright, let's get this over with. I don't like this person either. Is everyone in this place horrible? Ugh. I think she's the the best of a bad of a bad bunch. Christ, what is others like then? Worse would be my guess. Yeah. Reed will follow. As she leads you through the fiery wasteland, you do see people here and there. Their faces covered in dirt. Some, but a lot of them don't. Some seem sad. But others seem to like size you up. Is you eventually get led into a clearing. Uh, make me a perception check, Reed. Happy to do so. Um, perception. It's only a ten. Ten. Sure, I'm reclassed. Well, sure, I'm reclassed, Reed. Twenty-one. Let me just check the modifier. Um, is the two of you are walking along? You suddenly hear footsteps, and before you can even react, something just grabs you by the shoulder. As sharp teeth dig in, read, and you're lifted off the ground as it starts charging off. Ran, you see this hellhound just grab Reed and charge off, but. As it charges off, it suddenly just stops and drops you, Reed. As you look up and in front of you, there is a hooded figure holding a hammer. As they raise their hand to the hood, the camera cuts to black. And that's where we'll end part one of this Autovia special. <laughs>